it's that time of year or almost that time of year where having a little extra cha-ching in the bank account would really make a big difference, especially with the holidays. So I want to help in a way that I think I can by giving away a $500 Amazon gift card. For a chance to win it, all you have to do is one of two things. Either A, leave us a review on Apple Podcasts and send a screenshot to contest at realghoststoriesonline.com or share it out on social media. Let people know that we exist there with a link to our show through your favorite podcast player so others can go and find the show and listen as well. One of two ways. Send me a screenshot of either and you'll be entered to win. All you got to do is send it to contest at realghoststoriesonline.com. That's contest at realghoststoriesonline.com. Good luck. This is a Real Ghost Stories Online Extra. Dave again from Middle Georgia. I just wanted to call. Uh, I just heard my last story on the program, and Miss Jenny had asked if, since the house had been added on to four different times, if we'd seen the spirits anywhere except for one area of the house. And the answer is yes. We saw them in all the rooms, and my mother-in-law even heard them talking outside uh, when she lived out there in her airstream trailer. And uh, I also wanted to tell a few more stories about that house. Um, I called my daughter and had her listen to the podcast, and she reminded me of a few things. And one of them was that uh, we could never get them to clean their room. They shared a room. And, you know, no matter what we did, threats or promises. And I can remember coming home one day, and the room was spotless clean. And when I asked my middle daughter, you know, hey, what it takes you to clean this room? She said that the lady in the closet had asked them to. And they didn't seem very frightened about it, so I didn't think much of it and just went on, happy that it was finally clean. They had a lot of toys. Um, another thing is that uh, my oldest daughter told me that she used to hear her younger sister, my middle daughter, she used to hear her in the room talking to someone all the time. And... She never went in there when she heard Kristen talking. She just, she said she didn't really think much of it. She just got up and walked outside. My wife had told me that uh, she had taken a nap in the guest room. Uh, my wife really likes to take naps. I think it's in her DNA. And she said when she had woken up one day and she was getting out of a bed that a black shadow formed in one of the corners of the room, uh, but it, it disappeared just as quickly as it had formed. Um, and one of the things I really, I forgot to tell you the last time I called in about this house that I really wanted to, the day that we were moving out, you know how you go through every nook and cranny, uh, to make sure that you didn't leave anything and you usually end up doing it two or three times. And in the room that I assume was the original kitchen had been turned into a little playroom in the corner. It had a a desk that had been built with plywood. It, you know, it wasn't nothing fancy, but it was built into the house. And way up at the top were these uh, cabinets where you had to slide one door all the way to one side just to get to that half of it. Well, I grabbed a chair and got up there thinking maybe Kim might have put something up there. And when I opened it, I found this little shoebox size container that someone had, you know, they put fabric in and it made it real pretty. Well, when I opened it up, there were a bunch of pictures in it from, you know, the 40s, 50s, and 60s. And after going through them a while, 
I came across one and it showed the picture of the older lady and the two older gentlemen that I'd seen in my dream the very first night I was there. And, of course, as soon as I saw that, the first thing that came to my mind was, what the hell is this, some type of movie or something? Uh, but that was uh, the last few things I wanted to tell you about that house and go on to tell you a story about the very first house Kim and I moved into when we first got married. I was still in the Army, and she was going to Georgia Southern University. And we moved into the house, and no one had ever lived there. And one of the things that it seemed to happen about once a month, and I really never kept track of it, so, um, you know, the time of day or anything like that or, or what day of the month it was, but we would always hear and feel large crashes like a wardrobe had come tipping over and crashing down, but we never found anything that had tipped over in the house. And, you know, it was weird, but it wasn't weird enough to make us want to get up and, and leave the house. Another thing that I want to tell you about that house is there was a wall that separated the living room and the dining room. And in the middle of the wall were these three little windows that had etched pictures in them, and the whole glass was etched. You couldn't see through the glass um, clearly, but it was light enough to where it would allow light to go from one room to the other. And I was sitting on the couch one day with my feet up on the couch, you know, like your wives never always tell you never to do. And as I was sitting there reading a book, the, those three windows are about head level, and I saw a shadow walk past all three of them. Well, that wall ended about a foot and a half past the end of the couch, and I was expecting someone to walk, keep on, you know, walk in through the kitchen, but I never saw anything. And uh, I got up and went in there, and I, I looked everywhere, and I didn't see anybody in the house because, to the best of my knowledge, I was the only one home. Um, and the last thing I want to tell you about, well, not the last thing, I'm sorry. I will tell you that when Kim became pregnant, and, you know, we were both pretty young, and we really didn't know how to be married. We were pretty kind of immature, um, when she became pregnant and hormones started kicking in, we would argue a lot, and we would argue about everything. And it seems like every time we did have an argument, when we would lay down in bed at night, I would feel somebody take their thumb and kind of dig it into my back, or they would pinch me on my arm. And, you know, I'd be laying on my side facing Kim with my back towards the wall, and I know it wasn't her. And a couple of times that it happened, I went, I got up and I went into the bathroom and turned the light on and looked in the mirror, and you could see uh, little red dots where uh, this had happened. And so I just figured that it was somebody from Kim's side of the family coming back to watch over her while she was pregnant because of all the things that had happened in the house, there had been no physical contact until Kim had gotten pregnant. And after the baby was born, nothing ever happened like that again. And the last thing I want to tell you about the house is uh, the night we were moving out of that, we moved a lot. Um, that house, I'd been in the volunteer fire department down there for several years, and a bunch of the guys had come over to help me move. And... <clears throat> The truck had gone off to the next house, and I was going to stay in this house the night 
because the only thing that was left to move was the couch and our TV. And my buddy Brian, he was over, and, you know, we'd been moving things in and out all day long, so the door was open, and it was kind of hot in the house, and he asked if he could turn the air conditioner on. And I told him yes, and I told him where it was. And he'd gone in there to turn it, and, and he he was gone for, I guess, what I thought was a unregularly long time. So when I went up to go check on him, he was staring at the pantry in my kitchen. And when I said, hey, Brian, what's going on? He turned to me, and he was just, he was, there was an awestruck look on his face. And I noticed he wasn't blinking very much, and he said, hey, I just saw somebody walk through this door. And I was like, what? What'd you say? And he said, hey, I got to go. And so he just left. He walked straight out the door. And I could never get him to talk anymore about it. And so those, uh, those are the stories that, that went on while we lived in that house. And again, you guys keep up the great work, and I'll call in later with more stories. If you want more real ghost stories and access to the world's largest audio archive of ghost stories, become an extra podcast person, an EPP. Sign up now at ghostpodcast.com or patreon.com slash real ghost stories. Hey, got a crazy family? Love hearing stories about crazy families? Then you need to check out our brand new podcast called My Crazy Family. Available wherever you get podcasts. Just search My Crazy Family right now. Press subscribe and don't miss any brand new episodes of My Crazy Family. You can even share your stories if you so please we, we'd love to hear them my crazy family search and subscribe wherever you download podcasts